0: What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast.
1: Oh, <laughs>
2: Period.
1: Alright.
0: And we in this thing. And we in. Hold on. I gotta get my phone because I have some notes. But what's up, sir? What's yeah
1: microphone I'm trying to peep in what's going on so um i have come to the conclusion that it actually is more expensive for me to buy groceries living alone than it is to eat out so after this we're not doing groceries
0: you said it's more it's more expensive to buy groceries it's because of the stuff that you probably want to cook
1: no i think it's because no it's not that first of all i eat a lot of vegetables a lot of like i yeah i don't I feel like I spent similar amounts of money when I bought regular meat, but I'm spending like over $300 a month on groceries. Actually, it's not even a whole month. I did my last, and this could be, the, the fees involved could be related, but I'm doing Instacart and my last delivery was 10 days ago and it was like $130 and today it was like $110, $100, something like that.
0: You know how much, That's much not I spend when I go
1: to the grocery store? Huh? You know how much money I spend when I go to the grocery store? How much? $50. Well, me too. Normally, but this time around, I have been. But this is the problem. I've been shopping around recipes, and I think that's what the problem is. Instead of getting yeah, like that's a. That's citrus, when you
0: shop around recipes, you definitely. I'm
1: getting but stuff. Yeah.
0: I'm to- get my fruit from the. the so I, it's a good and a bad thing to shop in, at the farmers market because since I started the farmers market for my vegetables and fruit, um, I actually just got some zucchini from Publix like five minutes ago. So, but that's it. Um. I normally do not do that, just because it costs so much. But at the farmers market, it'd be dirt cheap. I mean, mm-hmm. witness that you came with me before to see it. But the only thing is, since it's so fresh, that it don't it, last long. It don't last long at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's my thing. So today I bought like a lot. You know, salmon is kind of pricey. It's like six ninety nine per fillet. I get my stuff fresh. And then, I, um, yeah, that's really what it is. I'm just shopping for recipes because I got a couple of recipes I'm shopping for. So just delete, forget you, forget you heard it. How you doing, Draco? <laughs> I'm
0: outside. You see we outside? Hey, All right. I'm actually I'm inside. Sorry,
1: I'm outside. I'm it's snowing. <laughs> if you guys see us on YouTube right now, I got in a bubble coat and I ain't ashamed.
0: Period. i love. Yes, I just love <laughs> hoodies. I uh, um shout out to hoods but um okay <laughs> <laughs> nah, i'm good i actually just been in the house uh, i've been watching some shows that i've been meaning to watch and what you been looking at came out. so i finished um little fires everywhere crazy loved it
1: oh another i think another episode is due tomorrow
0: oh it's still on
1: yeah a new episode comes out every- you think it's done you thought that last episode was done
0: so here's the thing I thought that I didn't think it was done, but I didn't know what was happening. I didn't realize that this is something that's currently on on like (laughs) a weekly thing because I'm so used to binge and stuff. And since I started late, it was like seven episodes in already.
1: Yeah. Oh, if you did seven, it's a really good show. Man. Yeah, it is. And the young lady, I don't know if you
0: thought I was like, but now that I'm getting into it, I'm like, whoo.
1: Messy. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with Lil Lane Lane versus yeah yeah not call her that her name is maylene no L- elena the mother the white woman uh reese with a spoon oops um <laughs> <still
0: leaving>.
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyway yeah the show is really good i actually just started watching uh i've been binge i'm on season three of money heist oh my god okay
0: so that's next um Quality money TV. Money Heist, Money Heist and Ozark is next because I haven't watched
1: Oh, it. yeah. You definitely want to watch Ozark. I'm trying to think, did I watch anything else? So I've been told. I mean, it's not really like a serious thing, but Lil Dicky has a show called Dave, and I heard it was really good or funny. Okay.
0: I've been seeing that, too. Um, like, float around social media. I'm trying to see. It's something else that I wanted to watch. Um, anywho, Insecure back home, so it don't matter.
1: Yeah, there you um, go. So boom, there you go. Um, I wanted to um before we get started, I, I want to at least acknowledge that this is our 69th episode, and um somebody suggested that we talk about sex on this episode, and I wanted to know if you've um, ever had a one night stand.
0: Um, I probably have had more than enough one night stands, unfortunately. Okay. Um, hold on. A one night stand is when you meet somebody out and then y'all or okay yeah it's more Where, like a, it's
1: like the first time you met and y'all smashed and it i uh, I don't really know what qualifies it like do you have to know about them i think you just met you feel the attraction and then you hook it up i'm not judging you by the way
0: i wouldn't care but um <gasps> <laughs> I'm just saying but dude, i mean i'm 30 years old you think i'm not going to experience stuff in the last 10 years Anywho, um, yeah, I probably have. I I I can't count them to be honest, because I mean, why not, man? But, um, in recent years, maybe not. But I said in recent years, not so much for real. Like, if at all, definitely my early twenties, mid twenties for sure.
1: I've never had one. I think
0: I talked about one of my crazy ones. I had a really, really. I don't know if I did or not, but um. I had one of the craziest experiences. I don't even know if I can call it a one night stand because we didn't have sex, but something crazy happened.
1: I mean, you are a creative. <laughs> but,
0: uh, but, uh, whatever uh, I, mean.
1: I, huh?
0: I said, whatever that means.
1: <laughs> I have never had one. And I think it's because I be disgusted by most dudes that I meet at first. And I have this thing where I need to be. Like in love to have sex, so.
0: Okay, well, not me. Um, I don't, think, <laughs> I, don't think I have to be in love.
1: Nah, it don't I have mean, to be deep in love. But just some kind like of feeling. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some feel. Let me not say that because yeah. I definitely have sex with somebody before that I wasn't in love with, but I did have feelings for them, and so I felt like, okay, you know. But I, I got, I be feeling like I got to know so much about you. What's your blood type? How many dogs yeah. have you ever had? How do you treat your kids? I mean, kids in general.
0: Um, okay, cool. Before I moved in this house, I used to live in Hateville, which is slick the hood. I, well, I ain't to slick to it, but the part I lived in was the hood. And child, just know I had this damn boy show up at my <laughs> house. That was strike one. I, he came to my house, and when he uh, when I opened the door, he had on um, tank top, bunny ears.
1: Oh yeah, you talked about that, yeah.
0: And the little underwear and and tims.
1: Sound like a stripper. I'm just
0: like, what the fuck is happening here? I'm not, like, I don't like stuff like that. <laughs> I, 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 a,
1: I would think I was getting robbed or somebody hired a stripper.
0: It, it but the thing is, you gotta never mind. But it, I don't. It, <laughs> no. Next, all yeah.
1: right, what you got to shop talk?
0: Oh, let me see. Let me see what I got for the shop talk. Let me see. I got a question though. Before I get to the shop talk, I'm um, I'm on Instagram pretty often looking at Dennis and um uh, I just have a question for people with veneers. Can y'all eat ice cream and like bite it and not Would feel I it? I'm not even trying you? to be funny. I don't know. I just
1: I know. <laughs> please let him know 'cause we we you can ask some of your clients. Some of your clients have veneers.
0: OC Genesis is going back and forth with for Chicago Ninfretary, and and I'm like I don't like it.
1: I ain't even read it. Sometimes when they be beefing like that and it be long, I'm like, it ain't meant for me to look at yeah, it. I now. haven't
0: read it either um um. what's his name?
1: <gasps> I see what he just posted.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm saying that.
1: Okay, say less.
0: Um, yeah, he said I almost went to jail one time for selling crack to your mama.
1: Oh, they from the same hood?
0: Yeah. My, uh, one time, uh, maybe this, maybe, I oh, never mind. Well, I was in a situation. Maybe this is sharing. I'll tell you off air, but it's. Yeah. yeah. Don't I, share it. Damn. Okay, but, um, <laughs> just, um, I don't like this. First of all, me personally, how I feel about Keisha Cole, let me just start there. Um, something, is something not there. It's something I'm missing. I don't know. I don't really know Keisha Cole like that, especially in recent years. I, you know, I used to love her show, love her music, but, um, she just seems really, um, difficult to work with Mm. i could be judging her just by looking from the outside looking in it just seemed like she's just a difficult person to work with because she just always seems to be the common denominator of beef um i do think that this has been taken out of proportion because at the end of the day like um ot genesis should have just respected her wishes and just left her shit alone like, yeah, but or in she... the same in the same breath, though. Oh, I'm sorry, I was a net. Um, it was. But um, <laughs> um, in the same breath, though. Like, I feel like she only got mad because he was getting like notoriety off of it because people was loving that song that he did. But she so had was, to
1: have been getting plays too because that's usually what happens. Like, people want to hear yeah. the original song. I feel like she was
0: taking me back to what I just said about her being the common denominator of a lot of
1: Yeah, I just, yeah, I I can understand that because I think about even, like, TikToks and stuff. These people's songs, even remember that um, Boy You Shouldn't Know. Remember that song came back out of nowhere and, you know, because of that little dance. I just feel like it's one thing if you don't like it, but she literally said that somebody tweeted, I'll never hear that song again. Ma'am, it's not even that. I'm pretty sure that didn't literally mean, oh, my God, every time I, like, you know what I'm saying? People say that all the time. I never look at this the same again. But it's not, like, a traumatizing thing. It's just more so, like, Man, every time I hear this song, I think about OT Genesis. She think about Keisha Cole, too, because it's your song. But
0: whatever. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I think that she's a sugar. I don't like the, the the climate for today, because it's just like...
1: Be and mad I mean, for nothing.
0: Like, this time, because people just be taking stuff out of proportion. It's like, dang, can we have fun? Like, I understand. I don't see if it's something just being, like, they harm your family. Talking about your family, disrespecting your family, disrespecting you. But nobody was being disrespected. I don't get it. Meanwhile, bad baby, it really was drummer for nothing, game.
1: and now nobody gonna want to do a song. Like, okay, I don't want to deal with that.
0: Meanwhile, this is getting this is being dragged whole out.
1: Whole mm-hmm.
0: hmm? I said, meanwhile, bad baby got a whole career still. So. Okay.
1: Anyway, uh, speaking of people that also seem to be <laughs> difficult to work with, Black China's charging two fifty for follow backs, nine fifty for Facetime videos. What's your thoughts?
0: Yeah, first of all, <laughs> the fun part about it is. Somebody is paying for it. Oh,
1: absolutely. And
0: it's crazy as it seems. Let's see how many followers she got now.
1: She follows like 2,000 people right now. That just further proves that she was paying to be in a relationship. She was being paid to be in relationships with them dudes. I
0: said that. I said that a long time ago. So she has 16 million followers on Instagram right now. 16. I guarantee you, minimum, she probably got like 10 requests for the FaceTime.
1: Oh, of course. And it's the thing. She ain't even got to be, she can answer the call and then look, just look at you. You need a therapist.
0: You need help. (laughs) I I want to know what, how that go. Like, I don't know. People are like, oh, maybe you can pick
1: her brain. I'm like, excuse me? I just, okay. Number one, I don't really think there is a problem with charging people to like have a video chat. I think that's cool. That's something that could be like, Oh my gosh, this is my biggest fan. 950 is a lot, but I think that if it was any lower then a lot of people would be requesting it and it would just kind of dumb it down. Now the 254 follow back is where I draw the line. It's kind of like yeah. this is probably back
0: was YouTube. was crazy but I mean that's the 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 FaceTime thing is almost similar to like if you go to a concert and pay for a meet and greet ticket
1: exactly so I can understand that, and I think somebody else another celebrity had something like that uh, this was a white artist I think or actress and when the wings was talking about it and she was charging like a hundred dollars for like video chat I don't think that's I mean these people are not necessarily accessible so if they have a fee and you want to talk to them and you want to be private and hey pay for it but I think the, the follow back is what I find is weird because it's like I don't know and then 250 you what can I do
0: for you but I always tell people that too because when I meet people that follow me on Instagram and they like my work or they like me or whatever they always be like oh can you follow me back and in my head i'm like no i want to follow people busy. that i
1: want to follow like i want to like
0: your content yeah, like, I something... be organic and i don't like a lot of clutter on my timeline I,
1: I people don't know
0: this but i unfollow like and you well you know i unfollow like 500 people a week i yeah. just
1: because you people. follow a lot of folks and you, you don't really get to see the content you actually want to see like i hate yeah. remember those follow for follow days people be following eight thousand, but want to say they got eight thousand followers yeah because you follow everybody back i just feel like now you can do yeah, what you want right. to do with your timeline but for me when i follow i want to see the people that i know or have an interest in and that's it yeah. but i'm sure black china's probably muting these people like she's not you think she's gonna be let me tell you i met sammy what six years ago at my birthday party and he followed me that night we ain't he ain't never liked the picture. He ain't never oh did nothing. God. And I ain't paid for it. But I'm just saying, like, what does it do? Like it doesn't do. I mean, I we I have replied to stuff that he's posted before. And I've sent him a video one time of this dude, this like homeless dude dancing to his son, and he replied, but like we're not friends. So like what is it like what does it do? You know what I'm saying? For me to yeah. like, I don't know. And I think also because it's black China and she she just kind of would. She seemingly does a lot of things for attention, like indirectly. Like even with her showing up at the house yesterday, looking like Michael Jackson. I was just about to knew say what she was is.
0: doing. Yeah, like you know, you look crazy. Her glam team. Her glam team is is good. Like they a one. So I know that they had to be just like
1: trolling. Somebody said that oh, yeah, she failed at being a Kardashian, so now she's just trying to do everything she can.
0: <laughs> that was crazy. Like I was looking at them pictures for so long.
1: You but- know, she ain't want come on let me talk about black china you know that ain't no way she was like oh this is how I'm to look
0: black china i saw her closet one time um through kellen like he posted her closet on instagram and she has like 70 wigs first of all she still have those those bang wigs in every color
1: Ooh, now that's so she, that's the black china i miss bring her back
0: so if she needed to just run out of the house and she had a no wig on, she could have just
1: wig on. A bang wig is my go-to when I just need to run out of the house. That's what I'm saying. I ain't even no girl. I don't even wear wigs.
0: <laughs> and I know that the bang wig is good for a girl who wants one too. So now they're trying to say um, that Playboy Cardi um Playboy Cardi told the officer that arrested him that he fucked his daughter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought that was funny. I ain't gonna lie He's
0: mad because I believe the police officer is mad because he, his friends took the charges, but it's cool. They love getting rappers in trouble. I wonder what's their obsession with that. Like they love that. They like
1: you know what? I think it's jealousy for real, for real, for real. Because these are the type of dudes outside of the rap. These are the type of dudes they target to pull over and arrest. But now the police officer has this preconceived notion that this rapper thinks that he's tough and he's better than them. So now they got something to prove by trying to arrest them. That's all. I think it's envy. Let's be for real
0: um you probably don't care but summer walker and london on the track are done for now yeah um i honestly feel like it's gonna be for a minute because i feel like they had a work relationship um summer walker was definitely popping when she met uh before she met him but he definitely popped her up especially with her album like
1: he got that check off of us
0: Yeah, so I feel like definitely they have a work relationship, and he always talked about how um, every time she said she was going to quit music, that he was just like, oh yeah, y'all ain't got to worry about that. I ain't going to make sure that, I'm going to make sure that ain't happening. And even in her concert in Atlanta, um, she was rushing to get off stage. She was so ready for that concert to be done, because it was the last show. Mm -hmm. And she, I mean, she didn't even finish the whole song. Well, she finished the song, but she didn't even say bye. She just walked off. And London ended up coming out and sang her whole last song, because, and he was like, He's "Yeah, saying, I wrote, this. I wrote that." No, he was just, you know, I'm just trying like, to "Look out!" Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I wrote them, and them lyrics was wrote, written by me. <laughs> you know, and that's like, kind of
1: embarrassing. Was, um, I don't like that.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I feel like they had a work relationship. I ain't trying to take away from the fact that he probably did care about her and vice versa, but i think that she is just a type of the type of person that probably needs somebody that it that is going to a understand her and kind of be private the person she write
1: about in her songs
0: yeah because he's he's definitely somebody that is just like out there he definitely likes the attention and she really on that so it would be kind of in my opinion, better for her to be some be with somebody that's on their way. But also maybe she do need somebody like that because he did kind of break her out of her shell on a lot of things. So maybe she do need somebody to help her out to kind of break out of yeah. her shell. A lot of people, you know. I know for me, I would ra- I would probably rather date somebody um that is that will break me out of my shell, or help me break out of my shell. Like, that'd be more... Yeah. Uh,
1: but if it's toxic, I mean, I don't know the reason for them breaking up, but I hope that they both choose the decision that's best for them. But I also feel like Hollywood relationships are so rushed and so publicized, it's kind of hard to have a down-to-earth, serious relationship. And if you're going through all these breakups to get back together, I don't know if it's strong enough to stand test the test of time. I could be wrong, but I just feel like there's so many um factors that can impact a relationship like that. And they're always on the internet seeing people's opinions, which can sway the way they think, and it's just weird. I wouldn't want to be dating this era as a celebrity, but uh, but yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, not that I don't care, but I I wish the best one I want everybody to see happiness. What you think about Diddy, Drea, and Lizzo? You seen that? Let's do it. So if y'all didn't know, Diddy did a danceathon on his Instagram Live yesterday, and. Earlier in the day, Lizzo joined and they were playing. I can't remember the song, but it had a lot of profanity and it. She was twerking, and she was twerking for a good little minute. Diddy had got he was like off screen, and he came back. He was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! This is um this this is a family show." Da da da, da. And She started apologizing aggressively, and I don't think. So anyway, th- so she stopped twerking. She was like, let's play something more family friendly. And then later on in the day, Drea got on and he pay- played back the thing up. And she was twerking and it was all for it. And so people was like, hold up. You just told Lizzo she couldn't twerk. It's family friendly. And he kind of came back and was like, no, I wasn't talking about the dance. I was talking about the song choice. You think that's cap? Yeah, I agree. You know what's funny? This is the thing. I can see how he came up with that response. Because if you look at the sh- the video, you can see where, um, like, when he came back on the screen and she was, like, apologizing, he didn't really, he sounded like, he seemed like he didn't hear her. And then he started talking about, I don't know, but I was like, mm. yeah, Cap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just
1: going That was um, and
0: Yeah. Diddy is definitely a person that's superficial. I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to say he don't respect all women. But he's he definitely has a type for one, and he definitely is a person who like promotes that um, vixen type of person. Like he likes that type of girl. So definitely, Dre definitely falls into that category. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know. The girl's just been really on this old ass. These these past a lot of double standards going on.
1: And like um, even when he made that little apology video, his sons was in the background laughing. I was like, Yeah, I know he's lying. Why they bet they're laughing? What's what's funny? Yeah, and like also, that.
0: hmm. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Me either. Double standards, because even when with everybody egging, they remember you seen when Meg was drunk on live talking about comment all these times. Anyway, I don't think there's nothing wrong with talking about that. Do what you want to do, but it's so funny because when Cardi B talk like that, they want to call it all kinds of trash and nasty and you being too public. But it's like, yes, Queen, you better come two times, three times. I'm like,
0: I don't, I, I, am not one of those people that will say that about Cardi, because I think that Cardi, I think, I never take her seriously. Like I, to me, she's just so funny. Like she's just having I,
1: fun, just,
0: yeah, yeah. I just think her stuff is just always like jokes. I be feeling like everybody feel like that with her. I don't know.
1: Well, people do. People I be like. They
0: can be drunk. So I'm like, I, I see it from both sides. I don't feel no type of way. Because I mean, do say all type of shit.
1: Listen, I don't care about them saying any of the things they were saying. But I just felt like people, I've seen Cardi say stuff. Like she was talking about watching Tiger King, but she said that she missed it because she was having sex. And people was like, she posted something about coronavirus. They was like, oh, you probably was getting effed in the car. I'm like, shut up.
0: What the hell?
1: Sorry, I didn't mean someone. I hate it here. All right. So anyway, YouTube gonna get the unedited version of this episode. So this is what will be going on before we edit all the gaps out. <laughs>
0: That's cool. Okay. Um, so today we have a very, very, very special guest. Um, her name is Tori Bay. She is one of my friends, aka ex co-workers as well. Well, maybe I shouldn't put that together, but she is one of my ex-coworkers. Um, and also was one of my friends because we definitely hung out outside of work um, but recently Tori um, I was on her we're Facebook friends of course and I just noticed that she was posting a lot of like anytime she goes through a situation uh, a racist situation she always posts about it she's been doing that for a long time and I always comment on it or I DM her but I'm like I cannot believe that stuff like that happens and Blah, blah, blah. you know what i'm saying and i just know toy personally and i know that she's just such a sweet person and i don't know I, i'm that doesn't matter though because people racist people are gonna be racist to whoever they don't care how they act but more recently people have been like very racist to her towards her um because she's korean i don't think i said that but she's korean so um people have just been real nasty towards her and um in in regards to this coronavirus, because of course it started in Asia, so they been they've been like blatantly disrespectful to her now,
1: allegedly it started in China allegedly,
0: yeah, so I definitely wanted to talk to her and just kind of like hear her out because I think that for us um even she even shared with me recently like um a situation with um a black person that told her that her racism was invalid pretty much because she didn't experience she got 400 years to catch up or something like that and i'm just like how can you even say that to somebody like you cannot i don't know i wanted her i wanted to bring her on because i don't think that people because we always talk about injustice and prejudice and racism in the black community but we never really experience it from other races like um other minorities so I wanna bring her on. All stuff. right. Get yeah, her a little point of view. Okay. And everything, you know.
1: So Say her... less.
0: All right. Well, let's Yeah, so this is Tori. Me and Tori met at the Mac counter. I'm not sure how long ago. It
2: was but... like five years ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, I remember when Tori was getting interviewed. I remember the day that you had got interviewed and we were telling Janae, we was like, Oh, we like her, you should just bring her on. So um, but yeah, I love Tori. Tori is are you still a bartender?
2: I I mean currently no, but <laughs> yeah. um when all this is over, yeah, I'll um probably go back to bartending.
0: Okay, so um yeah, Tori is uh do it all. Makeup, bartend, strip on the side.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just
1: Talk about breaking the ice. <laughs> okay. I was just
0: <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Where are you from? Like, where where are you from?
2: Okay. I uh, so I was born in Georgia. Okay. I grew up. What
0: in- thought you were born in Korea.
2: I didn't know. No? I didn't know that. Um, my parents were born in Korea, but my mom is she was like raised in Jersey since she was 12 so we're very Americanized.
1: (laughs) Do you have um, any family that's been impacted by coronavirus back back in Korea?
2: You know what we've checked on our family members that are all over there and so far they're okay but it's mainly because um, South Korea has taken so many measures to prevent it and they're like one of the leading countries that have you know taken preventative measures and like Actually, like if you if someone has coronavirus, they'll trace that person's steps and where they went and they have a whole ab- the common sense process. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all fine.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure if you heard the episode we had. We had a, a person who was teaching in Korea right now and she was telling us this was right. This was like. This had to be like a week before coronavirus even hit, yeah. but she was even talking about then like how well the healthcare system was there and how mm-hmm. how much like they don't they don't play basically like, the way we're doing things right now is so embarrassing and so I think that we got the same the first case in America was the same case same day that South Korea got their first case and you can, it's like night and day in comparison to how they're treating everything. Yeah, and she I, even said that they didn't even really shut down like they did close schools, but mm-hmm. like she was still able to go to the club. She went to the store. People were organized on how they received their equipment and things. It's just. Mm-hmm crazy to think about like how we don't even know what we're gonna do
2: (laughs) it's insane i when i um when this happened i came to my parents home because it's just um easier um but they watch the south korean news all the time and on the news they actually had um the man that started, or he was the reason that coronavirus got put out in Korea because he kept his church open.
1: Oh, and I did see that.
2: And they all had traveled from different places. So they were all meeting. It was a, It's like a mega church in Korea. So, mm-hmm. you know, they all caught it. And he was on the news and he got on his knees and like bowed down in front of, you know, all these people saying that he apologized. Wow. So it's like, wow, they were pretty fast and like blaming someone, taking care of it, you know, all of that.
0: Yeah, I'm just praying that we get a miracle and it can just like this time for real end on May 13th solely because that's my birthday and I want to do something.
2: Hang it up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm right there. With I really want to celebrate my birthday. I love you know. celebrating
0: my birthday. But it's cool like I I already have a plan B like if it don't work out, I know what I'm going to do, but let's go. Cool. Um Right. So aside from that, um, for today's yeah. topic, we want to just know about your experiences with a lot of racism, like a lot of stuff that's been happening to you around Atlanta and just how you feel about it, what you think that we should do, um, what people should do in general, um, to, um, stop that from happening. Because I think that for the most part, like, I mean, you talked about, I think that for the, in, in my situation i only hear about and um people only talk to me about racism in our community in the black community right That, of course it definitely is something that is you know not just you know not for, just for us but i just don't I, I don't share that same experience with you so i mm-hmm. don't really know and then like from me being your friend on facebook i always see you post statuses that just really me off and i always set you up i'm just like i cannot even believe that people try you like that because you're just so nice like what the hell i must look like (laughs) a fool i don't know what we're going like what happens and i think that my because we we know some of the same people and i think that my confusion comes from like are they not saying something because you hang out with them more than i do and i'm just like are they not like taking up for you or Mm-hmm. You might say something, do they feel the same way? Like, what the hell is going on?
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. most of the times um, that these things happen, they happen so fast that you don't really realize even yourself that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, when I worked at my bar in Atlanta, um, it's so crazy because my experience with racism is so different from uh-huh. your guys' because obviously the main perpetrator in your shoes are. Um, like Caucasians, white people. Um, Me growing up, the most racism I've faced was from black people, Um, which is insane. I'm not saying that I never got any from Caucasian, you know, it's all all the same. Like there's racists in every race, but um, I just have more sympathy or empathy for people of color that are racist towards other people of color because, you know, I don't really feel like it's their fault necessarily. Also, you know, the system is just so messed up that um, a lot of people of color who are kind of ignorant to the fact, they are not as well educated um, because they're put in like worse areas. They don't have, you know, the best teachers, things like that. And that's also not their problem. They they didn't start it. But with um, the coronavirus, I think my main issue is um, people just lashing out at Asians um, but also like the black community not really like in my experience again standing up for me when they see it um, I think the biggest example was I have a friend on Facebook that is a pretty huge advocate for the black community in Atlanta and under one of his posts he had um, posted something about Andrew Yang he is he was a presidential candidate an Asian presidential candidate and um he had said that the way asian americans need to fight this is by being more american and um a lot of asian americans are like why do we have to prove that we are more american because we're freaking american like what more do we have to do i don't why do we have to prove it to you um and when he posted that article a bunch of his black followers um they were all just saying things like, "Well, well, well," isn't it the model minority um, that has so much catching up to do? Like you finally understand what racism is like, um, you know, just just things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just
1: kind of making it seem like because <clears throat> I I think that I think one thing I have learned, and this is just me trying to educate myself, is that there. Mo- aside from white America, most people of color have been oppressed of, of some sort. But I think that because of the response that um, African Americans have received from America is, it's so, like, they basically are like, we don't know what you're talking about. That was so many years ago, get over it. So now we're like, well, we want respect from everybody. I don't yeah. care. Oh, you're, you're oppressed? That's too bad because my people, we built this, com- this country for free. And 100%. so I, one thing, I, and I try not to be, like, close-minded about stuff like that because I do acknowledge that people have been oppressed and they have dealt with their own race even when you think about like the Holocaust and just so many things that have been forgiven per se not necessarily forgiven but those people have kind of kind of received reparations but I I wish that instead of oppressing people that are oppressed it's like this is the time to join together you know what I mean it's not it's not the time to like if I want respect I'm going to give I want to give respect also like so it wouldn't it wouldn't help me to come to someone like you and tell you that you don't know what racism is because it's kind of like saying like, for me, I'll be like, oh, I grew up struggling. We didn't have a lot of food. We didn't have a lot of car." But to somebody, it might be like, well, my mom bought all my siblings a car. She didn't buy me one. It was hard for me. And I'm yeah. like, hard? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think it's just relative to, like, your environment and what you what you used to. We, I could never expect someone to know. What, I don't even know what slavery is. Like, I just know the impact that it has had on my culture in general. Yeah. But it just would not be fair for me to take that out of someone else and say, oh, but you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I what I mean? know what it feels like.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's, up, and I, uh, I really wish that I was well, more well versed in like how I'm trying to express myself. But I do like, even when I see right now in China, how they're being racist towards Africans there and like evict them out of that place is not serving. But I feel like here, people see an Asian person and they're all Chinese or they're all Asian. So they don't even know that. And not that it, like a, a Chinese American is not responsible for coronavirus and that they should treat them specific, but they don't even know where you're from. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, you're right. saying stuff like this and it's like, you, know, you what are you talking about? Like so even I've seen news articles where they're putting pictures of Koreans or Japanese people on the article. I'm like, they're not even Chinese. And now you're mm-hmm. creating that that bias that people have because they don't even know what the difference is.
2: Mm-hmm. My bad. I think, I mean, there, is, um, there was an article that my friend sent me But most of the attacks against Asians that have been happening um, were actually done by people of color to other Asians in the United States. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just kind of sad to see that we as minorities or people that have been oppressed in different ways um, are doing this to each other. It's just so frustrating to me. I don't understand why it is, it is, almost going not one step backwards but two steps backwards um it's also helping you know people that are in higher power that are racist um divide us more Um, and that's exactly what they want and they love seeing us fight each other um it's just what they want and i it just frustrates me so much that people can't see that um because of a little hate in their heart you know um do you feel that um that there is a
1: a sense of racism from the, the... Like, I always hear that Asians hate African-Americans. Now, I don't know if they mean Chinese, Korean, Japanese, but um, do you feel like... Is that something that you've experienced before, or do you feel like that may be specific to a different culture in the continent?
2: Mm. So I, when I lived in Korea for about two years, um, I studied abroad there. And don't get me wrong, there are people that that think that, like, just because you're Black, like, something is wrong, or, like, you're not, like the prettier race or whatever it may be. Um, those ideas are in every country, whether you're a black person or like in Ch- in Korea. Um, so I remember someone telling me that the Chinese in Korea are the Mexicans of Korea. And it just like puts oh, things wow. in perspective. Like it doesn't matter what race you are. There's, there's racism in every country mm-hmm. um, with China, treating the, the black community the way that they are right now. I 100% do not agree with it. It is so despicable to me that they can even do something like that. Um, But for other black people to be like, you know, F F them, Um, they're doing this to our people. So I'm gonna call it the Chinese flu, which is what someone said to me last night. And (laughs) I was just like-
0: Last night?
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I need to put together a bunch of the comments that people have said to me. But yeah, they. Um, this guy said, you know, I'm gonna call it the Chinese flu because of what you guys are doing to my people in China. Absolutely, I'm not you even Chinese. That's why I'm not even Chinese. Hello! <laughs> I'm like, China is not all of Asia. There are other yeah. Asian countries, um, you know. So please do not blame us all for what they're doing. And most of us don't agree with what they are doing. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I mean it's just like here because if you, you know, I, especially being from the south, I think it's kind of tough in the south to like you know how they're like, oh, but everybody's not racist. That's just some bad people. But it's like, like in the south, it's like, well, you're white, you must be racist. Okay, that's what it is. But if you go to other cities, like I, that is such a cute microphone.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I was saying that it is,
1: uh, it is cute. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had to get the name of that. But um, but no, I just feel like, like, how do you even like? nobody no one should be racist right but that's something that we will never be able to get past but it's right. kind of like the bias here is like you see a black you look at it, you turn on the news in atlanta a lot of the criminals may be black people but there if you go to like all these country cities and it's just based on localization right atlanta is a predominantly black city from to my knowledge now nah, i don't think yeah. You know I mean? yeah but if you go to like another city in georgia it's going to be crimes committed by white people or whoever's in that community but i just hate that due to history, it's kind of like we're plagued with that negativity. I don't even know what the point I was about to make. I think basically it's like how the guy was like, oh, we're going to call the Chinese virus because of what you did. And it's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. So it's like, you kind of like putting everybody in a a bubble per se. And
2: it's not like, it's not an oppression Olympics that we're running here. You know, Um, we all know about slavery and everything horrible that happened in the united states because one we all grew up here and it's in our history books but it doesn't have in our history books the oppression that my country went through when japan took like raided south korea Mm -hmm. and there are so many awful things that happen my grandma will be forever traumatized like it's just um, so many stories, but because so many people don't take the time to even research or educate themselves about what kind of oppression other um, cultures may have gone through, or other people may have gone through, I think that is super important before, you know, speaking on something. So, um, you know, Almost like
0: it didn't happen to me. So it happened to me and my people. So I don't care
2: exactly
1: and they'll be like oh I feel really sorry for you but yeah and I and I I think what I was trying to say earlier too was kind of like down here people will just assume every white person is racist but then so the ones who are not racist when they try to like be genuinely nice to you they still kind of have that wall they have to get around but it's like you got to jump through hoops it's like almost I feel like like for us like for me when I'm in like, especially my work environment, I'm usually always the black person or one of the few black people. And sometimes I even find myself feel like I have to play a specific role so they don't, mm. trust, so they don't think, like I saw this meme once and it was this guy who was doing a partial grin. It was like, hmm, it was like me when I see a white person so they know I'm not a gangbanger. And it's like, this shouldn't even be funny, but I it. <laughs> it's like, so I sometimes like, and it sucks because I remember before I got really confident in being who I am, no matter where I'm at, when I first started working in corporate America, I would try to make sure my hair doesn't look a certain way. And I still have that problem now. Like, Drake will tell you, I have been looking for a job for a, for months, right? And, I, and this could be a coincidence. I don't know, but I had braids. And then the, the, t- the first interview I had after taking my braids out, I got the job. I'm... I know I'm a good catch.
2: That's crazy.
1: You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so is that what it was? And it's one of those things, like, for example, black women, we go to interviews, we have to look a certain way so they can believe that we're talented and intellectual. And then we get the job and now we're being our true selves, but then we have to deal with them touching our hair and asking all these Mm -hmm. questions. just kind of like, what, like how, I guess my, my, issue right now I I feel like social media definitely enhance it heightens the visibility of racism but I always wonder like what can we do or if we can do anything to like lessen that because I feel like we have people that advocate for us we have people that advocate for every culture whatever the case is but like what could we do as people of color to not be I don't know not be biased or not you know what I mean To to protect each other you know what I mean because I feel like the, everyone has the ideally we have the same end goal, we want the same respect we want to be recognized for our contributions to society, but it's like how do you get around that when you don't even know people's true intentions or how they really feel about us? It's just
2: it's it's so weird that we have to be going through this because there are no set of rules on how to deal with any of it, and um with so many people, it's like a, a melting or mixing pot of different like opinions and emotions. So we're not going to get everyone to agree with what we're saying. But I think you know, for starters, we definitely need to stick up for people, um, other people of color that um, are being racially discriminated against. If you see it, whether it be online or not online, more so because we're in this quarantine.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I commend the black community so much because like y'all stick together so hard um like you see some (laughs) (laughs) you see some sideways stuff online and you 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 guys call them out (laughs) yeah um the Asian community doesn't have that um we have one of the biggest uh Korean communities in Georgia oh really I didn't know that between like all the states it's like New York California and Georgia but you don't see many people like talking out loud about this kind of stuff or getting riled up or angry about it. Because I mean, for one, in our culture, we have been taught to be so submissive in a way. And just to like, let the white man go first. Like, It's not even worth the trouble. Just be quiet.
0: Like I think that to this day, like I still have, um, like, some sort of setback, like, when I see when I see white people out in public, or if I have to work with them, or whatever the case may be, I always feel like I have to put on a certain type of, like, sure. yeah. Sure, a
1: a song and dance. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: or either, like, do certain things, like, it's just, it's just, like, second nature to me, like, I don't even think about it, I just mm-hmm. do it automatically when I see them. Yeah. And it's so annoying because I even caught myself, like, um, just, like, kind of, like, softly talking to somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: When I, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I had to stop myself. It was in the grocery store. I'm like, why am I doing this? And I'm doing that because, for one, like, I'm six foot big and I have a beard. I'm black. So, it's just like, when I'm dealing with with um, white women or white people in general, in public, I automatically fit. And I have tattoos everywhere. Like, they, they're pro- they don't know me. <laughs> so, they're like, Never probably think I'm a thug. I had that happen to me earlier. I went to a Publix, and the lady almost put the buggy in her trunk because she saw me walking towards her. My That's car- so <laughs>
1: crazy.
0: My car was parked like... It was a car in between our cars. And so she had a mask on, and she saw me walking
1: towards her, but it's broad daylight. I mean, that don't mean nothing, but girl... But first of all, it's like you are that fearful of a black person that you're doing. You don't even like I have not even posed a threat to you. And this is it's like, good. What What is it going to take for you to be comfortable? Is it when you when you move all of us
2: from this area? Because that's what I feel like sometimes. I mean, yeah. More than that, it's not what is it going to take for them to be comfortable. Like they need to be uncomfortable. Like you have lived uncomfortably your entire life, and mm. it's become a habit that we have to watch out or like walk on eggshells without us even realizing that we're doing it. It's
1: a learned behavior. You're it's right.
2: Sad. It's very sad, and um, I don't know. I was um, telling Draco the other day that this has really opened my eyes to the racism that you guys deal with because it's so blatant. It's more blatant towards you guys than it is for us. Like it's blown up out of proportion because of the virus that's going on right now. But I was telling him that it, I'm actually fearful for my life. Um, I feel like my family is going to get hate crimed. Um, my grandma lives by herself I don't know like if she's going to be, you know, someone's going to be waiting to like throw acid on her face or something because that's happened um, in another state in the U S um, but what really put it into perspective for me was, you know, black people have to be scared for their lives every time they get pulled over by a cop or like every day, because you never know when someone's like there. jump out and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it really, Hit home.
1: It's just the uh, effed up world we live. In. It's it, even when I think about I have friends that live in Africa like in um like in Kenya and in different countries. And they even when I when I hear them talking about they want to do the coronavirus testing in Africa. Because it appears that they, they could take a loss. Oh, yeah, we're good. When you think about how rich the continent is and natural resources, and even though a country might not be considered developed, they have a lot, they have similar similar experiences as we, and it's just so crazy that you could just comfortably say that? Are you crazy? Like, what? And what is happening here? But you're right, though. I just, I think, yeah, it's, and I, I always wonder if it would be different if I lived in, like, middle America. Maybe it would be the racism might be a little hidden, Mm-hmm. But I think in the South, because this is like the heart of the civil rights movement, a lot of uh, you know pioneers in, in, in uh, desegregation and things like that or integration it's, I feel like it's a little bit more blatant because these are the children and grandchildren of those people who created those issues that are impacting. Right, one
2: hundred percent. Yeah, it's
0: insane, and though. it's it's so crazy too. I really appreciate like working at Mac because I feel like Mac really opened my eyes up. Per, uh, before that, I've always worked in salons that were predominantly black. Like literally, every person in there is black. Mm-hmm. Um, every school that I pretty much went to, all um, black. So I never really had to interact with a lot of people that weren't my race. So when I started working at Mac and I became friends with U and V and Ramona and and Kate like I never <clears throat> like of course I know that it's different parts of Asia and different parts of Middle East and um because I think that it, it like naturally just growing up um around like certain stores and certain people you know we automatically associate things with that because that's just all we know right. so now that I'm around y'all and I get to ask questions and you know openly just get opinions from y'all it just kind of opened my eyes up and just really realized like wow people are really rude as fuck like certain things that i've done and that i've said and i look back i'm like wow i cannot believe i even said some shit like that like i remember one time on halloween um i was an indian for halloween
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so um ramana waited until i got to work and she was just like you know i didn't want to like put you out on social media and it's like that just because you're my friend but she was like i'm not native american but i just want to let you know like you know you kind of got to be careful with stuff like that just because certain things mean certain things to to certain people's culture and just stuff that's personal to them and you don't want to offend nobody And I really had to step back because I even talked to V one time and she was just explaining to me, like, the difference between you guys' culture. Because I'm like, that's so crazy that all of y'all hang out with each other and all of y'all are, like, different Asians. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, I'm like, girl, how did that even happen? I think even the term Asian is funny because Indians are Asian. Russians are Asian. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just kind of like, it's just... You know, I think for real, I'm just sitting here thinking, I mean, this is kind of common sense, I guess, but I think all this is just a matter of education. I think it's natural to associate something to a specific group, like a natural bias, like, right. oh, I don't know. I don't even want to say, but you know, <laughs> you, know you know, you know, you can be familiar with, something, oh, Atlanta got a lot of black folks, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but, you know, it's it's like, I think it just comes because racism is a learned behavior, right? So I feel like if people learn more about each other's culture or gave each other a chance and had open dialogue without like putting that wall up and showing hate, because Even because, you know, if you think about it, like me and Draco, no matter how many times we consider we make ourselves appear to be the token, like the good black person, it's not going to change for the next black person. You know what I mean? Right. We're just the good ones to them. So now they're got to they going to put up that same wall to the next black person they meet. And the same for you, Tori. It's kind of like you can show, okay, you can prove to to them that you're a good person and you haven't even been to Korea. Because it's like, imagine having to say that. I haven't even been there. It's like... (laughs) What, that shouldn't, you shouldn't even have to say that. They shouldn't even right. think of it that way because there are people from all over the world who have contracted it from people who come from They're even saying this might have even started in Europe, but if they even mm-hmm. do have the stats pr- to um prove that they're not gonna, it's not gonna change the the the, the bias against China because even when I think I think um when SARS came um was a thing, I think in Canada they were given like Canadian um Asian Canadians there a very hard time. It's like I live here, yeah. I- why did you you know what I mean it's just it's just I don't know, I think it's just come We just it's education, I think the leaders of this country have to have to inspire that as well, and obviously, we are in a very divisive society right now, and they would like nothing more than for us to all hate each other and they could just you know benefit off of that, yeah. but it's just really sad I just this, think bro. that the what huh
0: so you better say that. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. But no, I just think about we think about the education system and how outdated the books are, and how outdated the curriculum is, and how just the, like the the way social media is, and the way free speech is viewed. There's so many things that people can kind of like cut corners and be hateful and get away with it. And in that, and especially on the internet, people can put out things that they might not really mean, and it has a higher impact than they normally would. Or people can make fake accounts, they control, they can they wrote Russian bots. It's just so many things that can the continue. rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. Perpetuates that image much more intensely than it would have right. before this era. So I feel like it's just going to get worse. And I feel like having the, 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 the presidential administration that we have right now, they have coming out of the woodwork. They are they are coming behind the bushes. They are showing their true colors. And it's like now going forward, they're not going to, they're they good. They're confident now. They got the batters mm-hmm. in their backs. And it's just. What's good? So now I got to just make sure I protect myself and I'm just, you know, doing the right thing. Don't want to look like I'm stealing. (laughs) You know what I mean? No matter where I'm going. It's just like, just I think that somebody needs to take charge and educate and be responsible when raising kids and showing people that there is more to life. Because a lot of times...
0: That is true. Because, I I mean, even me growing up in a house, like my mom, definitely, I was definitely taught out of her mouth, like intentionally that... White people were the devil, like yeah. in so many words. She didn't say that, but like
1: I know what you was, mean, though. Yeah, and so, think about it. your mother and my mother were born from people that were in a part of the civil rights movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. And their parents were born a free slave. My great grandmother was the, was uh, was her mother was a slave. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that far removed from that, and it's really hard to push like to fix a generational narrative. Like the only way that we, I think the only way that we could be more peaceful amongst each other is by getting what we feel like we deserve, which I don't think the country is willing to give us. So because of that, there's, they're going to continue to, you know, express our disdain and how we've been treated and they're going to continue to treat us the way that they want to treat us. And it's just a never-ending cycle. So I feel like you but- just got to create your own social groups, you know, Uplift each other, be positive, be, you know, be intentional about educating yourself about other cultures, welcoming other people from other cultures, and not being biased and closed off and then act a surprise when stuff blow up.
2: And definitely having conversations like this between um, people of different race or, you know, people of color, it doesn't really happen too often because... Of course, we're going to stick to, you know, a lot of Asians will hang out with just Asians. A lot of Black people will just hang out with just Black people. But, this is you know, Atlanta is such a...
0: You know, you that's who you understand. That's who understands you without right. even having to explain exactly. it to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I get it.
2: Yeah, 100%. But, but these conversations need to be had so that we don't have um, this hatred, at least towards us. Because minorities make up the majority of our country. Not only
1: the the economic impact. Let's oh, be hello. Clear.
2: <laughs> that's right,
1: Like like, <laughs> like it's it's so much stuff <laughs> that we wouldn't even have. And if, if you
0: decided to just kick out everybody that isn't from here, or just, if we all
1: go back, back to where we came from,
0: yeah,
2: bro, that's better than here. <laughs>
1: Let's see how that works. Actually, back. nobody <laughs> would be on this land except for <laughs> the Native Americans that they, yeah. they have forced out West. Let's be clear. It's but it's just, it's like, yeah, it it, it really is crazy. I, I just had an example in my mind, but I just can't even think about I even think about when, um to even come uh, go back to like the, the racism against the Asian community. And when you think about, I remember, and I'm thinking this was like, and not to be like historical, but I'm kind of, you know, into that. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, after I World it. War II, they had actually passed laws to restrict Asians specifically from immigrating to the United States yep. because they posed as a threat because of their social, their, their, their financial status, because they were not, they had money, they were opening successful businesses and they were doing well. So they posed a threat to the white community. Cause they were worried about black people. They set up laws to keep, to make sure we would never, right. you know, outdo them. Right. But the Asian community were like barred for like 10 years, I think mm-hmm. from immigrating to the United States, which is crazy. They were in,
2: they were put into camps in the United States. Yes, yep, yep, yep. Um, Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm so happy that, you know, you have educated yourself (laughs) on at least, you know, that part. It's, uh, we need to take the time to educate not only ourselves, but other members of our family. Mm. My dad uh, had eye surgery a couple weeks ago. And when we walked in, someone asked if we had been out of the country or if we were sick. And this was just from a person that was sitting in the waiting room and i was like have you been out of the country right. like, are you exactly
1: cuz we have the same access to those airplanes
2: i was like excuse me so i actually had this um jean jacket on that said korea very big on the back of my jacket
1: mm-hmm. and
2: my dad was very embarrassed and he said that i need to take it off and put it into my closet until all of this is over and that broke my heart i was like why yeah. why do I have to do that why do you need yeah. me to shut up and be scared like half the people in this waiting room are old white people that are coughing and sneezing without washing their hands like no face masks on and you're looking no one wants to sit next to you and I because we're Asian like yeah. and you're and you're telling me to like bow my head quietly and brush well,
1: it up meanwhile she might be the one with the rona that's, that's <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah but you know what she'll be like no I, that girl from the from the waiting room it's like no sweetie i've probably been in this country longer than you because she might not even be from the u.s that is so crazy and then even we think about that you can't even wear your jacket you can't even be your true self like like how like us we we feel like we can't really be who we are we can't um we can't use our slang and things like that without making people feel uncomfortable and that's what makes me think about what andrew yang did he was like having them like wave american flags and stuff like that And it's like no
2: don't get me started, girl. <laughs> I do not claim him. <laughs> oh my girl.
1: Uh, it's uh this is a mess. Do you um have you ever been in a situation where things like escalated pretty badly, like physically, um, from any other cultures or to a point where you were embarrassed or even got emotional?
2: You know, the story I just told you was um what one of the stories that actually made me cry because my dad has been so trained in his mind to let, you know, a Caucasian person go first that I'm like, why do you think that this is okay? And this is normal. Um, and again, that bled down to my sisters and I, when we were growing up, that's why we had always walked on eggshells. Um, so it's just, it needs to stop with me. It needs to stop with my sisters. Um, they need to know that it's not okay. Don't stay silent. Like, I don't, I don't care about your feelings. Karen like I don't care you can be uncomfortable for one second I have been uncomfortable in my entire life um uncomfortable conversations need to happen and without them we're not going to get anywhere you're right um, so important and but sometimes
1: it takes for someone to just be because somebody I, I do believe that people even though they might have the strongest you know biases against other cultures, I do think with with, with having those conversations and educating them that can turn them around I remember this is such a like it's a. This is Oprah had this story right. This was like a long time ago, y'all. This guy he was like a racist because he was a self proclaimed redneck. He hated black people, and his Yeehaw. daughter had a baby with a black man, and now his child, his grandchild is black. <laughs> and then this baby, so he say, changed his mind. It made him realize whatever. Now it shouldn't have taken that, but it's a, the only reason why I use that as an example. I do feel like people, a lot of people who are racist, it's against black people, against Asian people, probably have never even been around them. They Just know what they see on TV, so I just feel like you know, obviously, the South is a lot more segregated, and people are naturally attracted to who they can relate to, like you said, Draco. But I wish that there were more welcoming environments. And I think one of the few things that can join us together is like music and right. social media and stuff like that. But then, and food. People be- yeah, and- oh, and food,
2: and food. I'm greedy if y'all I'm don't definitely-
1: like Asians, let them take their food with you. What you gonna That's do,
2: right? Because you can't come down here,
1: you can't come down to Big Mama House. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, exactly. <laughs> it's so crazy, that, and I feel the same way about Mexicans. You think about how much hate they have for Mexicans. Y'all celebrate single de Mayo. You're going to the, you're going to Cancun. Recently,
0: within the recent years, I realized that growing up, that we were taught to be like real racist towards them too, and I I
1: never really? that. I mean,
0: I feel like as the
1: black community, like, yeah, true. It's it's like how can they oppress being an oppressor? Like, come on, y'all.
2: <laughs> so what do you think they, they, they 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 literally do, are
0: our so. business? But okay.
1: Listen,
2: you're right, I don't, I don't you're know, right. People,
0: But really real realistically, I just I always tell people this, like I really admire um uh Mexicans. Like I hate the fact that people are taught to just like really Push them away, like they we really treat Mexicans like shit. Like, yeah, Mexicans Americans, like they get treated. I have crazy. a lot of Mexican
1: friends, and I, you're right. I yeah. now that I think about it, they have opened my eyes too, because I think that my perception was always like the Home Depot. You know how they, like they a low but wage. Even they, still, but even right.
0: with that, I admire them because of how hard they work. Like I don't know, I don't know any black people for real. For real, I ain't gonna say any, but for real, for. Real, as a whole not just individually like I don't know a lot of people that work that hard and <clears throat> I think that it's cool like the fact that they stick together mm-hmm. um their culture is cool like I think like the music the yeah, fact they have
1: rich culture they do they do you're right even, like
0: when it comes to like art like I know a lot of um Hispanic and Mexican makeup artists that are just like out of this world. creative. I know
1: some Mexican artists like not makeup artists but like paint it's Artists, paint or yeah or in general yeah. and I'm just like wow
0: um <clears throat> but yeah that shit is just insane like how people just treat
1: um, I just feel like really
0: yeah it makes me it makes me uncomfortable like I don't like that
1: Yeah it makes me uncomfortable as well honestly and you're right I think that as kids I know for myself I probably have said some hateful things but I just I got it because of the uh, people around me. I got, I was, you know, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't like that either. But you know, yeah. once you grow up, and I always say college is what woke me up. When I went to college and got to meet people from other in- environments and getting a job around people who are not like me, woke me up so much. I'm not even kidding. Like even some white people, I always grew up assuming that all white people grew up with the silver spoon in their mouth. That's actually not true. Some people struggle, like they really struggle. Some people, you know, they have household issues. Like they always want to blame the fatherless um, issue on black families, that's not the case. But just black it applies to everybody right but I think that it just came from me just but I think that people are stray away from that because I've been to places before you know years ago because now I'm, I don't care but I'm like oh is there gonna be any black people there hmm, I don't know because mm. you number one fear number two you're not gonna be relatable so you don't want to you don't want to stand out but I think it just needs it needs to be some kind of harmonious shift to come through and maybe to start with his podcast
2: who knows maybe maybe we're gonna be who the- <laughs> carry the torch imagine us we'll open it out.
0: Imagine huh? we'll, imagine being
2: you know,
1: I think that'd be cool. What if we have, like, a mixer or something? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. after coronavirus. So,
2: but- that would be so exciting <laughs> to throw. Like, a mixer for all... all For everybody. All yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. And then maybe we could have, like, a name tag. You could be, like, a fun fact or
2: where you're from. We'll, we'll have we? food from all different cultures. I'm there. Oh, girl.
0: That's oh. My I'm five. Five. <laughs> Oh, sorry so recently, um, that was your first time having a career barbecue, at least? Second.
1: Recently. Second, Ooh. I had
0: Korean barbecue for the first time recently, and I and girl, I'm obsessed with I can't stop eating it.
2: Oh.
0: just FYI. Oh
2: what is um pho where
1: is that Where does that originate
2: vietnamese. pho is um vietnamese, That's vietnamese. i knew that
1: because my vietnamese, vietnamese friend is who took me culture culture
0: i'm here with it i'm here with
1: it but do you see fuck. the impact it has had yeah. now um tori have you have a lot of um black friends like how, you're, like when you went to school did you were you did you make a lot of black friends or how how was your social group
2: um, when I went to school, um, college, I didn't hang out with anybody. Um, <laughs> Mood. <laughs> I was in Korea, so um, oh, okay. I, I didn't, like, I hung out with some Koreans, you know, but mostly I was alone. Um, in high school, it was predominantly white. I went to Milton High School. It's in Oh, Ohio. yeah. Our basketball team, however, was all black they were they was just like dominantly black apparently they had like drafted them from like louisiana or something i, I, I believe it i may not be spitting facts right now no but, i believe it because i've heard that before but we were very close all american on netflix i was about to
0: say it happened on all american child so.
2: <laughs> so um i mean as soon as i got back from college i i moved to the city and that's where i met most of my black friends mm-hmm. and they're they're just the best, I mean, we have like a great time, you know we don't literally we don't see colors, so it's just like I'm like, why can't everybody be like this yeah. yeah
1: Well, do you um have you dated a black person?
2: I have twice
1: do you you know did you have a bad experience with that like do you feel like you like you were isolated in no situation when people see you like out in public
2: um when I met their parents, they were so accepting and um just like genuinely kind to me. Um, I will say that my parents were not happy about it. Yeah. Um,
1: but you know what? And this might, I hope this doesn't sound biased. I don't really see a problem with cultures wanting to like marry their culture. I went to Iceland one time and I learned a lot about the Icelandic culture and they only reproduce with each other because they like Iceland has some of the purest DNA. And this might, I mean, it might be like, corny to think about but i think that's kind of cool to kind of like preserve a culture now i i don't think there's anything wrong with dating within other races of course but i but i i don't i i kind of want i don't know if i think that it is bad to want your like like your nigerian son to have a nigerian wife or something like that maybe it's a a sense of pride but if it comes from a place of hate obviously not but i think that i can understand sometimes i
2: definitely can understand that too um sometimes i'm like oh i kind of want like a whole ass like 100 percent asian baby but you know um with my dating track record that's i don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah it's like well whoever, whoever
1: i fall in love with is who i'll be with and it's different you're in america there's so many choices you know what i mean but if yeah. you're in korea i'm sure that you would you know
2: yeah mm-hmm. um, it, it's interesting um i did notice when i did have like um, a black boyfriend that um sometimes things in our cultures like like they thought were weird or i thought like. It was just it's just so different, but it is yeah. definitely eye-opening. Um nothing was wrong with it. It was just like interesting. It's
1: just new. You are just like yeah. y'all do what? Yeah. Chance. Yes! Sugar <laughs> on your car, bro. Sugar <laughs> on your grits. <laughs> I'm just swear. no, I get it. <laughs> but I think that's something unique about prison. You know, I and I I keep making these disclaimers, but I always think about if colonialism never happened, colonization, and people literally stay in the countries that they were born in, how rich culture would be. Because if you think about like black black culture, at least in America, we we have culture, but we don't what do we really own? You know what I mean? Like our languages and our religions were stripped from us. We were forced right. to learn new, you know, new, you know, our accents are lost. Our family, our, de- our genetic history is lost. But I just think about if we, like, if the world developed naturally, technologically wise, and we were all in our native countries, like how cool planet earth would be, we probably wouldn't even have an issue with global warming. Probably, probably not. Probably <laughs> not.
2: Um, I, I feel like America is turning into the new third world country. I've
1: been um, saying that a lot on Twitter.
2: hmm 100%. We suck. Yeah. <laughs>
1: crazy I, i'm actually fearful for the future i'm not even, gonna, even for what's going on right now i'm fearful for the thought of what could end up happening
2: oh girl i drank almost a whole bottle of jameson the day i found out bernie dropped out of the race yeah. <laughs> I was, and I was now happy. you know
1: bernie bros they're like well we're not voting at all i'm like guys do you <laughs> not see what happened like do you really what's, what's happening right now do we really want to? now granted i don't have a lot of hope in joe biden but i think i'd rather take the risk <laughs> i can't yeah. he needs to pick a really 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 strong vice president and then i'll feel a lot better about it but uh, this this is embarrassing if i was obama i would relocate
2: <laughs> I, I, if i ever meet him
1: i want to ask him like how does it feel when you see the opposite of what you planned happy like what's gonna
2: happen I don't know. It it's everything is such a just like unknown question mark over everything and I think that's why I it's causing everyone, you know, so much anxiety.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I think that a lot of people are gonna have new like therapy therapy sessions are gonna increase but the demand. I think that people are gonna have new vices, smoking, drinking, things that they were doing in idle time because a lot of people don't not use it. They don't wanna be in a the house, they can't go outside. I mean they don't they you know they they, they just want to be busy or feel good
2: did you guys see that um an article about this young i think she's like a high school um black girl and she committed suicide um in her quarantine because she just like couldn't take it
1: It, when young kids commit i I feel i I feel really terrible because they don't even know what's ahead for them and i'm and i i hate that i wish that they had the love they deserve because Once you get past that little hump, you realize who you are as a person and things can get easier. Not that they are easier, but I just, it just sucks that a child thinks that they feel like they're not worthy enough to stick around. That's, that's really sad.
2: Yeah. This is a whole other issue with like, um, trauma. Some people are going to be traumatized by this and people are going to develop other mental illnesses, um, Mm -hmm. deaths that are happening strictly because of, you know, this quarantine that's going on that wasn't handled correctly from Trump, um. Those deaths are not gonna be recorded, you know, due to the coronavirus. Yeah. They're not, not gonna record it under the right category and just like so many I things. can't wait to look at my children's people, history
0: like the book. Ceremony for people.
1: Yeah, people basically they check in and then I hope look? I see you when this is all over. I, um, I, I can't wait to see my children's history books if I have kids on how they, I'm like, let me see that book. Uh-uh, I was there. I was there. Let me change this. Because yeah. you're right about the recording They're not recording the people who are dying at home, which I think is probably a little difficult to do. But still, they're also categorizing people if they were diagnosed with it and they died, they're just saying they died from coronavirus. So it's like a lot of stuff is going to be inaccurate, which is not shocking. They're not reporting a lot of stuff. They want to appear like America wanted to appear to be doing the best. And now we have outdone everybody.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, girl, we're winning. We're winning. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> the president is
1: talking about how he's got more views than The Bachelor on a press conference that he's supposed to have. It's like, we're supposed to be watching this. What do you mean?
2: we're not i mean we're it's the, we're watching the bachelor and your press conference for the same reason it's entertainment so
1: I don't know. <laughs> girl i can't i had to stop like it got to the point i watched one and i and i feel like i liked it it made me feel good because they had some data the data made me feel good then day two i'm like all right mm, can't wait
2: <laughs> this is a joke
1: like it's a joke it's
2: a complete <laughs> joke he had his like some doctor come out with like a board um behind him and he he was like i'm gonna let who such and such come out and speak about it and this motherfucker stands right in front of the board oh watching- yeah you couldn't oh, see it, see yeah, it. Yeah.
1: and it was like if you look at this no we can't actually. Um, look at what when i was on when i was looking yesterday he was i he i don't remember the the lady but she was like oh are we taking turns today i'm like <laughs> you're on the microphone <laughs> <laughs> and even when he pulled with dr Fau- Fauci, Fauci yesterday it's yeah. just like on. This is crazy. What what is happening here?
2: What do you think um as being part of the black community, you know, of this great state. Um <laughs> we can do to maybe like I don't know, share that we are in fact in this together and that, you know, we're not we're not against each other. I feel like there's no platform or no no one is doing, you know, having this type of conversation with each other.
0: I just personally feel like Atlanta wouldn't be the problem for real. It'll be more so the state of Georgia as a whole, because Mm -hmm. Atlanta is a big city, but it's just a part of Georgia.
1: A very small part. Very
0: small part. And it's like so many people in different parts of Georgia, that's not even that far away from Atlanta. Um, they still live in the mindset of what happened 50, 60 years ago. Georgia. Yeah, it's, I mean, it literally, it sucks. Like, I hate the fact that, like, I hear people's point of views on stuff and I'm just like, whoa. You know, yeah, that and it's like, in 2020, like, <laughs> right
1: now?
0: So this yeah, is man. happening right now. And it's so crazy because I don't even think that people, people realize that Forsyth County is still mm-hmm. one of the most racist cities in the world in the United States right now. Yeah, and I
2: remember
1: over had coverage on that too.
0: Yeah, and it's still like that.
1: Yeah, like I would <laughs>
0: never, I would never, never. Go um. like that. <laughs> i like, I'm there.
1: You. that's a good point because you know we think about it like even with the stuff that happened with the election for the governor and people were so surprised but it's like atlanta might be blue but georgia is red mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and
0: even I think when you think need to realize where we live like i understand atlanta is just it, it's so much going on here we feel like we aren't um, we running shit but realistically as a whole
2: we can't yeah. do nothing
1: we intro- are you know the second largest county in Georgia with the coronavirus. Is um, I think it's Daugherty County. Is that where, where Albany is? And that's a very black city as well. Yeah.
0: It's,
1: I mean, it's, it's a lot of white people, obviously, but it's a lot of black people, there, especially because it has the HBCU Albany,
0: Augusta, Macon, mm-hmm. Savannah.
1: That's, I think, that um, I think to change it is what we're doing right now. We got to have a conversation. Podcast is an international platform, and yeah. I think that. There are people having the conversations that maybe it's just not as visible as we would like it to be. Because I think for me, I have to be more intentional with connecting or following people that are that have the same beliefs and ideas that I have. And I think that, you know, just kind of just being, doing the best we can. If you meet somebody and someone needs to be educated, there's a way to approach that. You know what I mean? You don't have to come at them in attack mode, but you should probably ask more questions and find out where that rhetoric is coming from and then school Mm -hmm. them a little bit or a (laughs) lot of it. But I think that, I mean, social groups, you know, using your social media power, talking to your family, talking to your friends. I mean, honestly, just having a conversation because I have some friends that could use this conversation. (laughs)
0: I have friends and family that can use this conversation. I ha- I actually have actual white people in my family. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: And they, like I remember, I was so confused as a kid because I remember when my mom, she just dropped me off over my aunt's house and my aunt is white. And they live in the country. I don't even remember what part of Georgia was because I was so young. I just, mm-hmm. I just remember when I got there, they on four wheelers and red <laughs> dirt. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I remember we went bowling. I'm the only black person with them. And they were just calling each other the N-word. Like Mm -hmm. literally, just like and I Like it's just a regular word. Like
1: it's like you saying go.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I was sitting there just like confused and I said I was just like Yeah, like they were just calling each other that. And so I, I was just like, you know what? I can't tell my mama this because she gonna act a fool. She gonna act up. And so I just kept it a secret. I never told her, but I just was confused. I'm like, why are they doing that? And you in like, an
1: everyday language, yeah.
0: And I'm like, are they doing this because they have black family?
1: No, like, it's just a word. It's and that's what they they the fact you see that that NASCAR driver who said it who was on live. Yeah, I saw was, that. Mm-hmm. And
2: he's and you
1: can he didn't even know he was being recorded. He was he even talking to a black person. I don't even know, but he just said it as if he was saying good morning. Like it just was a part of his vernacular. And it's so crazy. It's like
0: Yeah, I was shook. I was just like.
1: Um, and they didn't even cover themselves for you. They were just
2: like, "What's up? You want too." Was like,
1: and,
0: that I couldn't say nothing because
1: if I say something, they go drop. You outnumbered. Me. You outnumbered.
2: So they, I have okay. Then let me ask you this question because you know I've I've never got to ask this question before, and we might as well while we're on the subject. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are so many people that say like you that the that black people are being more divisive by. Saying by calling each other the N word and not letting other people, you know, say the N word. Um, nope. What do, you, what do you feel about that?
1: So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Is listen. <laughs> <laughs> so I. So let me give my perspective. I don't use it, but I also don't use profanity at all. Yeah. And I know. I to me, the it's like saying, like, are you okay with somebody's dad coming up to you and calling you the B word? You know what I mean? This is a word that you can probably use amongst your girlfriends, and y'all are okay with that because y'all have that rapport with each other, and you understand. Mm-hmm. Black people, we and, and we know that could be a derogatory the, derog, uh, the, the b word can be a derogatory term, but you know when to use it and when not to. With black people, we know that was a derog, derogatory term, and while I don't think that we should have reinvented it, I think that we have ownership of it because we have overcome that environment that we were in where it was used against us, mm-hmm. and that we want we like we're, we. We like I don't really know like it's just it's just like I don't want you to don't
0: call me that I never can put into words like how I feel about it for real um I do feel as if like when other races use it it is kind of just like an eye opener but just like I said like when I was younger and they did that to me I just I wasn't even mad I was just more so confused because I was trying to figure out like where did where did this come from I'm young so I'm like where does this come from like why do y'all use that like why is that what what, because it because to be real, they wasn't even using it in like a negative way. They were, yeah, they were just having a conversation. It was, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like they were being intentionally racist. But I'm just like, where's, like, why?
1: And like, I, was, I was
0: just confused. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know
1: when did it become a regular, like, a regular, like, adjective? I don't I mean, a verb, you know, verb, adjective. I mean, I guess it could I be, I be what think about it in the
0: start of In the start of hip hop music.
2: Right. Um, it like, became like almost like, cool to be able to say it in that way you know not hard er but with like the a at the end yeah. i and i, mean, I think well,
1: there's yeah i yeah i definitely think music perpetuated that, but there people will deny that though but i think i think it is just like a lot I of things like drug use and you can say oh it's just music but it is it is uh literature you know what i'm saying so there is a message being delivered and people can translate it however they want to but you're right i think that music is dead like man i have intentionally not played certain music around some of my white coworkers my hand look
2: quick <laughs> just like, no, I, I'm, just I mean, I'm guilty of even like you know what back in high school when there would be like rap songs playing, and it's just so easy to recite all the lyrics when you know when when you're like enjoying your time and you know you looking around like lyrics and i like I will own up to it, like I did it, you know, driving in the car, just like reciting whatever, but uh, I will never do it again, um you know, growing up once I got out of that. I just realized it was so wrong. Just like yeah. be conscious about it. Don't do it. I don't know what's so hard to understand about it that. Is one word, don't but,
1: do it. <laughs> but I think it's also when we think about people who are not around black people on a daily, it's easy to just use it. They're not around. Who's gonna check us? You know what I mean? Did yeah. you guys see the girl on on Twitter who was playing a violin? And she was playing the um, box by Roddy Rich, And then she played the violin on the N-word part. And people was like, this don't sit well with me. <laughs> 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 they were like, she should have stopped playing when the word came. <laughs> I think she was anxious.
2: That's funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i think man, i think it's one thing to be a kid and just doing things because you were rebellious but when this time when you become an adult and it's time to educate yourself you got that's what you got to do that's um, just what there are
2: do. repercussions to it everything, for everything. you hours. can make
1: an excuse i was young okay that's true i did a lot of things i shouldn't have done when i was when i was a kid but now at my big age of 31 i know better like mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just you gotta yeah. be I, I, I would
0: probably even say for me personally i probably did ignorant shit up until I was about 24. Yeah, real.
1: And it happens. It but And that's why I hate social media sometimes because there are people who are way younger than us doing these things and, and getting drugged as deserved, mm-hmm. but they kind of don't even really get to learn because they're just going to double down and this is going to follow them forever. Versus us, yeah. we had an environment where we did stuff, we learned our lesson, and we're glad we didn't have social media. But yeah. now it's like, all of y'all racist. Every last one of
2: y'all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they're just being a rebellious teen or child like we were
2: it's just hard and I mean I wish sometimes um this quarantine has had me so discouraged and frustrated because I'm just like I am not a doctor I am not a lawyer I'm not like an influencer by any means so how am I going to get you know my thought process or my feelings out there or try to even find people that are like-minded like me because it's it's you just look everywhere and it's all bad news. And you're finding yeah, like, positivity in this. And definitely speaking with you guys, um,
1: there's a little bit of hope. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of hope. You know, <laughs> man, it's yes. Yeah,
0: you just gotta first first of all, you just have to associate yourself with the right people and just sure. use your voice.
1: And think about it, there can be change. Do you have a like for me for um for black culture? I think about you know, back when slavery was a thing, there were people who were trying to escape slavery. And the fact that slavery went on for 300 plus years, imagine somebody being like, man, this ain't going to never end. Just just stop. You know, stop wasting your time trying to escape. Mm-hmm. But now looking back, we overcame it. And then we overcame, you know, um, segregation things like that. I think even if we don't that see the immediate results... That's even though we might not see immediate results, they will impact into a greater result in the future. So if I have kids, whatever, I want to. I want them to have a better life. So if it if it means that you know I got to still deal with this while still standing for what I believe in, it's still worth it because some it's gonna fall into the right ears and it's gonna make an impact some kind of way.
2: It's just taking so long. <laughs> it's taking so long. <laughs> I'm yeah. ready. Imagine our
1: ancestors like y'all tripping off of that. Do you know what we went through. Like I marched so that y'all right? didn't
2: have to go through this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah dang this is a good it's an it's a never-ending rabbit hole it is you're (laughs) right because there'll be a new issue and another
1: issue it'll just be issues that we imagine what is to come y'all that's 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 a fearful thing but you know you just kind of got to keep fighting a good fight if you believe in it you should advocate for it that's really all you can do and if I can just have peace in my immediate environment that's good for me
2: (laughs) I think um yeah definitely I I really want to find you know if there's anybody that is like pushing some sort of movement like this mm-hmm. or where all minorities have a place to come together and be, yeah. you know, be one instead of super divisive. Um, I'll probably do some research and see if, cause I know Draco is talking about um, seeing if we can do anything about it or, you know, find a place where that can happen. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, because I'm trying to stay stay sane, and (laughs) I have realized that um, I've been getting very heavy chest pains when I'm out in public. Um, Like, probably from anxiety. Yeah, 100%. I had an anxiety attack inside Kroger, just, like, getting out of my car door. It was just, like, someone's going to look at me funny, like, someone's going to say something to me. It's just, it's very scary. I almost want to, like, hide the fact that I am Asian. Just
1: yeah, I like, feel the same way all the time too, girl. I understand. Mm-hmm. I do understand that. I feel like sometimes, now that I live in a more higher um, income area, more white people, I feel like I can't just look like anything
2: going to the store like I did when I stayed in. Mm-hmm. And it's just so crazy because we have the um, label of model minority. On yep. Asians. So mm-hmm. people don't think that we deal with any of that kind of stuff. You're like, look,
1: y'all got all these stores and shops and y'all, that. but that's not the case. People, first, I've seen some people disrespectful to Koreans. Like, I've gone to nail shops and they cussing them out because they have an accent, so you think they're not smart. So I don't think there's no such. I mean, I get. I can't believe that we even say model Korean. I guess they have to put a class in there somewhere. They got to kind of like rank
2: everybody some kind of way. But yeah, so people don't think that we have it as bad. And um, I mean, like I said, it sh- you shouldn't like compare. But I, I'll i tell you a funny story about um, when I got my nails done one time or my toes done with my sister and I was walking out of a nail salon in Alpharetta and this this lady is walking towards the door as I'm leaving and she was like, oh, are you guys closed? And I was like, hmm. I'm like, no, but your mouth should be like, who, what are you doing? Why are you asking me that?
1: Oh my God, you know, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, I've, I've actually been in stores in my regular clothes. I've been in a store where they have uniform and somebody would come up to me and ask me if I work there. I'm like, girl, I have on a wedding dress. Do I work at Walmart? <laughs>
0: this is my zone. You know what I'm
1: saying? it sucks i wish that we didn't have to deal with this type of mess and i i mean I, like i said i'm glad we're having this conversation because i'm not gonna lie i don't always think about what other cultures deal with i think about yeah. the mess that we have and sometimes
2: already yeah it's
1: like well i got hunter mm. <laughs> you know what i mean and you know but it's just it's just interesting man it just it just makes me have a i mean i have a lot of concern for everyone in general but it just yeah. makes me think twice it's just like you know we all you just don't know what people are dealing with and that's and i'm in no place and i never will be any place to think that i'm better in than anyone culture wise i just need not be be more mindful of any thoughts that i have or any remarks mm-hmm. that i might make because they have an impact and I 100 percent.
2: i agree it starts hey. with yourself
1: hey hey <laughs> Well, this is a good conversation it really was i appreciate it and we're gonna find out what kind of microphone it is because uh thank you it's lawyer. okay
0: for your contributions today i really enjoyed it um but we'll talk more about what we can do off you know off air i'm like we got to figure some shit out but yeah can yes, I, I really you?
1: appreciate it thank you
2: thank you guys
1: you, you hold the conversation very well and i always whenever we have a good guest i always tell them people be shy and so i and i get it but you you really <laughs> you you had you we had a great intellectual conversation so i appreciate
0: that so do you um are you still taking freelance makeup appointments? I am. Okay, well, you should advertise, you know, where people can find you. I don't I don't know how you I don't know if you want to send them to your Instagram or website or what.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Well, if you don't mind, can I share two? Um, if you ever need a freelance makeup artist for anything, you can hit me up at T-O-R-I-B-A-E-E. Um, The second Instagram that I wanted to share is actually called at sign shift change ATL. It's for people that are in the industry in Atlanta that are having a hard time getting unemployment, um, whether their boss doesn't want to give it to them or, you know, um, anything to to do with that. Um, We are trying to, um, you know, make a community with industry workers that aren't aren't being treated um, fairly. Wow. And getting compensated the way they need to. So Can you spell please spell that out. Yeah, shift, sh- shift, S-H-I-F-T, mm-hmm. change, C-H-A-N-G-E, A-T-L. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, please give a look. And they also have a Facebook page and they're on Twitter. So please check them
0: out. Every, yeah, you better go off. and You better get these girls. We're
2: going to make changes this year, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a makeup
1: artist, but I'm a makeup artist. You know what
0: I'm saying? That's <laughs>
1: I see your picture <laughs> back there,
2: okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Draco did that. I
0: actually did that.
2: Okay. Beautiful. I love it. You got to <laughs> let me do it one time. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I just went.
0: So, anywho, this has been another great episode of
1: Odie Podcast. Thank you so much, Taurus. Seriously.
2: Thank you guys. I appreciate you.